Good morning, everybody. It's your boy Deville Di. You're tuned in the thoughts by Deville Di. I apologize to you. The show's coming to you a little bit late today, but we're gonna get it going nonetheless, man. First and foremost, hey, <clears throat> are you tired of Jaquees? Cause I'm tired of Jaquees. Do you know there's a petition going on to get the R&B singer Jaquees? Banned from covering any more songs. Yep, they're trying to get him legit banned from covering any more songs. He's currently on tour, and he has uh, hit songs. Um, or, or nobody knows what hit songs he has. Nobody knows what he sings besides everybody else's songs. And the kid's pretty annoying. And therefore, the public has become annoyed with him. And are trying to get rid of the make make him do his own songs. Now look, if you're gonna come out, if you don't know, he he a week or two ago proclaimed himself king of R and B. If you're gonna come out and proclaim yourself the king of of R and B, we're gonna need you to do some of your own music, fam. So yeah, I did sign a uh, petition, but I'm petty like that, so it's up to you to choose whether or not you want to. Um, Participate that, participate in that or not. Now, on a more serious note, oh, that's the alarm. That means it's time to get up and get shit done, which I'm already in the midst of doing. Trying to find this other report. Okay. Do the uh, hospital neglect of hospital personnel. 3,700 patients who had a procedure at Health Plus Surgery Center in Saddlebrook, New Jersey, have come in contact with blood-borne illnesses. Now we're talking about uh, we're talking about HIV. We're talking about hepatitis. Yeah. So let me go in here and read a little bit of it to you. The health center had came under investigation uh, by the State Department who found the staff have failed to comply with regulations regarding the dispenses and storage of medication as well as infection control planning and procedures. The patients who will be at uh, risk were treated between January 1st and September 7, 2018. To this point there have been no reports of any infections and I found this uh, Report on the Vlad TV site. Man, how pissed off would you be if you went to the doctor, you went to the hospital to uh, receive treatment, and you end up being exposed to hepatitis and HIV? At one point, they actually, uh, the state closed the surgery center for three weeks. <laughs> yeah, why not? But how pissed would you be to find out, to go in for a surgery and find out you've been exposed to AIDS and hepatitis? Got to be more careful in here. Places that we go for um, help and support, you know, may just kill you. <laughs> Make you a lot more confident in going to the doctor. Now, I'm one of those people that I try to avoid the doctor as much as possible. I just don't like doctors and, you know, that whole situation it's weird to me but you can call me a conspiracy theorist you can call me whatever you like but i don't go to the doctor unless it's absolutely 
necessary. Every time that you go, you know, you get prescribed some medication and sit on your way anyway, or, you know, they want to. There's been a couple situations where they've tried to give me surgery about situations that I was able to fix. You know what I'm saying? Just through a certain amount of rest and recuperation and physical therapy, but they was just ready to cut me open because you know that medicine is big business out here, man. They get a chance to, especially if you got good insurance. You got good insurance, they quick to, to, uh, you know, prescribe some type of treatment that you don't necessarily need. I mean, it will help, but sometimes it's taking the long way around, you know, versus... (laughs) Does that make sense? Yeah, sometimes it's like taking the long way around. It's like we're going to, we could just cut you and, you know, sew these tendons, place these tendons back together, and then, you know, six to eight weeks you can heal up. Or you could take the long way around and just rest it and, you know, get some, get you some stretching and some physical therapy and it'll heal on its own. So I'd rather take that long way around than let people invade my body with their instruments. But, that's just me. I don't know how y'all feel about it. Now, have you ever been out and about and ran into a cute, cuddly service dog and you wanted to pet them, but you knew you couldn't pet them because they're service dogs and they have those vests on that say, do not pet me, I'm working, and so on and so forth. But you know what's better than running into one service dog, running into a whole pack of cute and cuddly service dogs and that's what happened to a mom <laughs> she ran her and her toddler daughter ran into a whole pack of service dogs that were in training and the mom despite of course the vest that they're wearing that says do not pet me i'm working acts could her daughter pet the cute and cuddlies and was told no but she was not able to take no for an answer and she got irate fussing back and forth with the owner of the um of the dog uh, uh training company and this shows the ignorance of the mother the lady who she's speaking with is the owner of the service company she asked her is there someone above you that i can talk to a higher up that I can talk to, you don't get no higher than the owner. <laughs> that shows the level of ignorance that this lady possesses. Number one, you don't get no higher than the owner. This is possible to be higher than the owner. Number two, these it's a whole pack of dogs, and they have on the vest to say, service dog, do not pet, whatever, I'm working. You know, you've seen the vest. And she literally says, you guys should have a sign. It says don't pet the dogs. <laughs> so the the vest is not enough. The lady tells us, you know, there's like four signs around here on top of that. And she's just going back and forth and back and forth. And she actually takes the card so that she can call in and complain to the owner that is standing there talking to her already. This is just dumbness and um, entitlement. It is fine. It's like, how are you going to force someone to let you do something that is clearly against the rules everybody that's ever encountered a service dog knows you cannot pet a service dog they even have it on their vest do not pet me i am working 
it's a distraction to the dogs, especially when they're in that training mode to where they're trying to learn how to do their jobs. But I don't understand what makes this lady think that, you know, she should just be above the rules and she should get to pet the dogs. Or her daughter should be able to pet the dogs. Now, it's not like the uh, from the video that I uh, watched. It wasn't like the daughter was crying or throwing a fit about not being able to pet these dogs. It was more of the mom that was throwing the toddler temper tantrum about not being able to pet these dogs. Now, I know when you see a nice, cute, and cuddly fur baby, you want to just grab it and hold it up and, 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 and cuddle and cuddle that thing. But they're at work. Leave the service dogs alone. Now, I know y'all are probably... probably Time to hear everybody, but I got to talk about that bird box just a little bit more <laughs> because it is the wave. I hate saying that word, but it is, it is the wave right now. So we're going to have to speak. I want to speak on that bird box movie one more time. We're going to do that in a second after we get with these sponsors. I apologize, y'all, if you can hear my coffee pot brewing in the background. But, hey, that's what you got to do. To get ready I always tell y'all to do whatever you gotta do To get yourself up and at it for the morning And one of the things that I do partake in To get myself going Is coffee Now Let's talk about this bird box Just a little bit more I hope that you've seen it by now If you haven't Oh well, turn it off Because there's gonna be this time I'm gonna throw a couple spoils in there man Bird Box has taken over the internet right now, man. There's hella memes uh, going around and making jokes about different things. You know, using that whole Bird Box blind phone thing. Like one that I posted on my page was, you know, it's a guy with a blindfold on. And it says, <laughs> the Bird Box is telling her, telling me, telling you that um, she's going through your phone. And then the guy lifts up his blindfold and takes a peek. And there's one there where there's a lady with the blindfold on and, you know, the wind or whatever is whispering, your husband is helping another woman. And she lifts up her blindfold and takes a peek. But yeah, man, the internet has been killing these uh, bird box memes, man. And then I've seen, I've ran into several, you know, theory videos on YouTube of the ending of bird box and the symbolism of bird box. Like somebody went into depth. Of explaining that the bird box was about suicide. Yeah, so, you know, they were saying that, it, you know, uh, I can't remember. But basically, it, it, the bird box was about suicide. I guess because it was this voice that only you could hear at the time. And it would, you know, influence you to take off your blindfold, which in turn was killing you. So you were kind of in you were killing yourself intentionally by removing that blindfold and that was their whole viewpoint of the movie uh i don't see it that way but to each his own then uh what i don't get about these end of times these end of world movies is they're always having sex i, I don't get that part like what part of there's creepy monsters going around wiping off the human wiping out the human population and it could just destroy us at any given moment makes you horny like even in that movie the uh a quiet place it's the same thing these people had to live in pretty much a hundred percent silence 
or these monsters would hear them and come and get them day or night they had to be in almost 100 percent sounds they had to be very 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 quiet but they still were having sex and getting pregnant and having babies and all this other type of shenanigans and there's nothing about that that makes me say hey uh yeah some monster outside somewhere that just might come bite my face off if i make a noise you know i think we should get it in that's be the last thing on my mind and you know how boring quiet sex is quiet sex is just the worst to me i don't like that whole you know some people call it the hush game but when the hush game is involving me losing my life by some giant monster coming swooping me away yeah uh, it's a no for me doc but the easy zone I never got that part of these kind of movies. And, um, yeah, The Bird Box, man, it was a good movie. I liked it. It was a lot of, um, I liked the fact, I mean, I didn't like, but I did like the fact that you didn't see the, get to see the monster. I usually just hate it when you can't see the monster. I didn't like, it irritated me for a little bit, but then in the afterthought, it's like, well, hell, they couldn't see the monster either, so it kind of makes sense to kind of try to build up the suspense if we hide the monster from both the audience and, you know, the the, the characters in the movie. I guess, I mean, but yeah, I still want to at some point would like to see um, the monster. I mean, that's kind of what makes the movie to me. I can understand you taking me through the majority of the movie without letting me see anything, but at some point, you need to reveal this monster. That's just the formula of how monster movies go. Now, I didn't, there were some things I didn't like, like just the way when they let the guy in the house, the extra guy, the last guy. Have they never watched a scary movie before? You all, you know that the last guy you let in is always the bad guy and he in typical bad guy fashion he just the thing that was weird about it was he how he just started just walking through the house ripping the the uh, covers off the window so easily and you know unchallenged it was like wait uh, yeah they they could have like it, it could have been a little bit built done more like suspensefully there was no sneakiness about it. He just literally walked through the house ripping the, the covers off. And then, you know, when he finally encounters the one person in the house who could, who was still in a position to stop him because, you know, you had one guy in the garage. He couldn't do anything. The lady was upstairs giving perf. And there was one guy that got Tom who could stop him. He just knocked him out and just went about doing Whatever he felt like doing that day. Yeah, so. And how did the dude who they put in the garage get back in the house? I wanted to know that, too. I mean, yeah, I mean, he could have just broke a window and got in. I guess it wasn't really that serious, but hey. And why my man Tom had to die? I hate that Tom had to die being a hero. Like, we... <sighs> the first time we were... See, it was two black guys in the movie. We was rooting for these guys. They made it well into the movie. They were, did not die in the first 10 minutes of the movie, but they still got taken out. 
we need some black people to make it to the end of the movie, folks. Well, we, <laughs> it's a joke, man. All you millennials, calm down a little bit. It's a joke. You know, all characters matter. <laughs> we want some black characters to make it to the end of the movies. But either way, either way, either way, y'all didn't come here for that. Y'all came here for some morning discipline, and that's what I'm going to give to you. Discipline of the day. The person that says that something cannot be done should not interrupt the person that is doing it. That's right. The person that says something cannot be done should not interrupt the person that is doing it. There's always going to be some hater that's going to come along while you're in the middle. When you're in the middle, when you're in the meat, when you're in the thick of getting shit done, there's always going to be one person that comes along and try to discourage you from doing it. Try to tell you that the feat that you are trying to accomplish is in possible that there's no way that you're going to be able to do this but you're in the middle of doing it yeah it may take longer than you thought yeah you might have to step back and replan the situation you may have to look at it from a different angle and figure out another way to approach it but nothing is impossible and i guarantee you can get it done if you keep your mind on it and you stay focused and you know you get your resources together you do whatever it takes for you to accomplish what you want to accomplish man that's one point that I really want to get across to people is that, you know, nobody says it's going to be easy, but everybody says you couldn't do it. Think about it right now at this point in your life, how many things that you have done, good or bad, <laughs> that so many people told you that you could not do. If you just sit back and take a list, matter of fact, do that. Get you a piece of paper later on, sit back, write down on, on that paper everything that somebody told you you could not do. That in turn you did Anyway You understand what I'm saying And just to show yourself How far you came You know how many things you accomplished Even if the accomplishment was a bad accomplishment You know it might have hurt a little bit It might not have been necessarily a positive thing But it's the fact that somebody told you You couldn't did it, do it And you got it done anyway Is the point that I'm trying to get across man they say that if a person says they can do something or they can't do something, either way, they're right. I agree with that. But when somebody else says you can or you can't do something, that's just a damn opinion. <laughs> Don't let other people's opinions creep into your head Excuse me, and influence you to start believe as they believe and then to be, you know, sorry asses like they are and don't get out here and accomplish your goals and push towards your goals and, and, and new horizons that, you know, you could easily accomplish if you didn't have that negativity in your ear. You don't know have many people. I listen to a whole lot of podcasts. And I listen to a whole lot of successful people talking. One thing that I find in common about a lot of uh, people who are successful is poverty, coming from nothing, coming from rock bottom. So many people come to success from rock bottom and that's why I, uh, rock bottom is a beautiful place to start start because all you can do is go up and sideways you're at the bottom you know you're either gonna make moves that are gonna keep you at the bottom or you're gonna make a move that starts to elevate you towards the top and the second thing that um i've heard a lot of success people saying is that uh, positive reinforcement, having a parent that told them, or a parent or a friend or family member who 
told them that they could do whatever they wanted to do. That's a powerful combination. Having nothing and having positive reinforcement can push you to a level. Uh, it's like Super Saiyan levels out here, man. I posted the other day that, you know, once a man decides to create instead of dream, the possibilities are endless. Endless. I would really believe that once you stop sitting back and wishing and and praying that this happens and that happens and you decide that you're going to create, you're going to create operate opportunities, you're going to create situations to where you'll be uh, get the chance to put yourself in a position that, and what I mean by that is, if you want that job with freaking Coca-Cola, you got to at least go down there and fill out an application. You got to <laughs> you got to uh, um, cultivate your resume to the position at Coca-Cola that you are trying to get. You you start once you start to create instead of the wish, dream, and pray situations start to change and things start to happen and things start to open up for you. So, get out there and be creators, you know what I mean, in whatever it is that you're trying to do. Stop wishing, hoping, and dreaming, and start to create opportunities, create situations, create relationships, friendships that are going to help you get shit done. Now, take everything that I just told you and do what it was, do with it as you will. But get you some breakfast because you're going to need it to get your day going. Remember the reason somebody's motivated or masturbated today. Either way, you made a difference, my friend. Now, I do need for y'all to do me a favor, and that is to have an amazing day. Thank y'all for tuning in to DeVille DI Thoughts by DeVille DI, the podcast. Love each and every last one of y'all. If you haven't, there is a new episode of Advice for Gym Noobs out there. Go check that out. Yeah. Peace. Good morning, everybody. It's your boy Deville Di. You're talking then the thought spot. Deville Di, yes, I am still on vacation currently, but since I had a little downtime, you know it's early. Everybody's just getting up and starting to move around. I decided to go ahead and record an episode to give y'all something to kind of hold y'all over until I get back to Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know the time is gonna be off. It's not gonna be that usually. Uh, that usual 7 a.m. Eastern time release that you guys are used to, but hey, something's better than nothing, isn't it? So today for uh, what DeVille thinks, I have a <clears throat> interesting one. If you haven't seen it, there's a video circulating of a McDonald's employee who gets into it <clears throat> with a customer. So I watched an interview with a woman who recorded the video and she says the whole thing started when a customer came over to the counter and grabbed a straw from across the counter and the employee informed him that they were no longer allowed to have straws in their lobbies so the um, employee took it the customer took exception that reaches across the counter grabs the employee and snatches her and this girl proceeds to give her that one to I mean this girl proceeds to give him that old one to that old good Floyd Mayweather, that old good 
Mike Tyson there. If you didn't see the video, she was throwing some nice little hooks and some overhands, and they were connecting. She was smacking dude real nice, real proper like. And she was not allowed to give a uh, an interview, but she did say that she used to be she used to box. And you could tell that she used to box the way she was handling herself, the way she was throwing them blows. It wasn't like she was just wildly swinging and throwing haymakers. She was connecting. She did a good job. Shout out to that employee. Now, the customer was arrested. And during his arrest, while they were taking him out of the uh, restaurant, he did kick another employee on his way out the door. So, what this DeVille thinks about this, <clears throat> and if you don't know, the What DeVille Thinks segment is the segment of the show where we uh, take, sessions, take suggestions from the audience and we speak on them. You can contact me by tagging me in videos on Instagram, D-V-I-L-L-E underscore D-I on Instagram. You can DM them to me. You can send them to me on Twitter, or you can go over to my Facebook page, Thoughts by DeVille DI, the Facebook page, and message them to me, comment them, post them on that page, and I'll get with them. This one is one I just picked myself. Nobody sent it to me. So, <clears throat> I've seen where there was several people posting this video and telling the world, you know, how the black men in the background were cowards for trying to restrain the sister while she was defending herself and so on and so forth. What I think about it, number one, anytime that you go to anywhere and put your hands on another human being, despite whatever race, creed, religion they may be, you deserve that ass whooping that comes to you. And I'm so glad that the young lady thoroughly handed him the ass whooping that he deserved. Now, as far as the the references to the the men who witnessed it, now this is something that you have to understand. When you're in a physical altercation with people, there is a point where you have to differentiate between. Uh, defending yourself and becoming the aggressor at a certain point into you kicking somebody ass you go away from the point of defending yourself and now you can be labeled as the aggressor now this lady gave him a thorough butt whooping that he deserved and her co-workers grabbed him grabbed her and tried to separate them one of them went around the counter and grabbed the guy now I feel like the men who were trying to separate them were looking out for the best interest of their associate. They were trying to get her out of there before she goes too far, my opinion. And, you know, before she got herself in trouble and get to the point where she would lose her job. I've heard conflicting stories of whether or not she got to keep her job. One said she did, one said she didn't. I'm pretty sure once uh, HR gets a good look at that video, She'll probably get fired because they'll go. They'll probably look at it as she was still throwing blows well after the threat was had been, you know, diminished. But either or, I do not feel like the man in that video were coward for tra- grabbing her instead of dog piling on the man. Now, at some point, we're we just wanting to go too far. 
Yes, this guy put his hands on her. He grabbed her by a shirt and he snatched her. And she handled it very well on her own. So, are you mean telling me that you expect every black male employee in this business just to beat this man to a pulp? And do you think that is a realistic reaction to what just happened? Because to me, that seems to be problematic. Now, yes, he did deserve the butt whooping. And he got the butt whooping. But, and the man never threw a punch. He never threw a punch at the lady. He was just trying. He was, I ain't going to say just trying to grab her. But he just grabbed her. He didn't throw not one punch at her. And she was clocking him. But they, the men chose to defuse the situation instead of to add on to the situation by, you know, jumping on. Because we all know that if they put hands on the man, they're all going to end up locked up. So, I mean, it's just a matter of opinion at the end of the day. But I feel like everyone, from the young lady to the associates that assisted her, all handled themselves very well. That's just my opinion. If you have a different one, feel free to, uh, you know, call in. Let me know or go over to that Thoughts by DeVille DI Facebook page and tell us how you feel over there.